Content is king. And if you don't believe me, I'm going to share with you six market examples from huge players. I'm talking millions of dollars that they are spending on acquiring or launching their own content niche website. If you don't believe me, you're going to want to stick around and listen to this episode. Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 791. My name is Scott Boker, and I'm here to help you build a future-proof business so you can create the ultimate freedom. But, and there's always a but, you have to, you must take what you learn from this podcast and take action. And you can become the amazing seller of your life. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Well, like I said, today we're going to be talking about why content is king. And I'm going to share with you six market examples from huge players. And these are huge niche businesses or niche content sites that were acquired, that were acquired. Now, my good friend over at uh, Quiet Light Brokerage, Joe Valley, had also shared a story with me one time that a recent sale that they did uh, resulted in over, I believe it was $12 million they acquired for a content site, just content. Now, what I'm going to share with you here today was published on thehustle.co, and this was shared with me by one of you, one of our listeners, and said, Scott, you got you to gotta check this out because what you're saying uh, about building out a brand and using content and email lists and all that stuff, I think you're onto something here because some of the bigger players are starting to follow this model as well, and, uh, and they actually did it to save their business, and I'll, I'll talk about that here in a minute, but the other thing I want to highlight here, and this isn't even what I intended on sharing with you, but the uh, website, thehustle.co, they are basically reporting. They're like a reporter in a sense. They're sharing stories of others on their website and they publish business and tech news. That's basically what they do. And that's one of these articles that I'm going to share with you and I'll read a little bit of it. And they share these different markets that this one company acquired. And I'll tell you why here in a minute. And uh, it's just pretty remarkable. But this company right here, the hustle.co, it's a website that publishes news and updates and just interesting stories, right? They have a million subscribers, okay? They're not necessarily the content creators in a sense. They're reporting, okay? And they're getting traffic. They're getting, they have 1 million subscribers, okay? They also, and I looked at the numbers here, they're getting over 200,000 organic searches on Google alone, just from searches. That's not talking about sharing the content. That's not talking about anything social. That's just organic searches, all right? So again, (laughs) they're publishing content, and then from there, if people come into that world, they also have their own little conference. They have other things that they're monetizing with, but they also have ad spots. They have sponsorships. They have ways that they're leveraging their traffic. And that's what I've been talking about. And again, I go back to like building out your brand with these core principles. And if you are just tuning in or if you have not yet went through the brand creator's playbook, you're going to want to do that. Because we map it out inside of there, how to identify your market, but then how to drill down in your market and then serve the market with content to get attention and build traffic. And then from there, turn that into dollars. All right. So if you're interested in grabbing a copy of that, head over to brandcreatorsbook.com. Again, that's brandcreatorsbook.com. All right. So 
let me get right to it. All right. The company that I'm talking about is dot dash. Okay. Dot dash dot com. Okay. They are an evergreen empire. Okay. And they're getting even more underneath their umbrella. All right. Because they kind of seen, they, they, they seen some things changing. So they needed to do things a little bit different. All right. Now, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to read what they had written in this post from the hustle.co and, uh, and then we'll talk about it. All right. So they started off and said, although other ad based media publishers seem to be struggling, the digital publisher dot dash formerly about.com has carved out success by featuring evergreen content, content that's not pegged to the news cycle. And now, DotDash is expanding its evergreen empire by buying two sites that publish evergreen content about evergreens. Yes, we're talking about evergreen trees, people. <laughs> That's right. The two newest pieces of DotDash's portfolio, Treehugger and Mother Nature Network, both feature content about trees and other greenery. All right, so let me just call a timeout here for a minute. And uh, Kevin Sanderson, if you're listening, blow that whistle. All right, so what I want to just highlight here is number one, I'm reading this and I'm like, okay, uh, content sites, yes, uh, people are, are are seeing these as valuable. There's something that I, even if all I wanted to do is just build a content site and just leverage the traffic and then maybe sell it to someone like dot dash or someone that wanted a content site there it's happening. Okay. It's happening out there. And, uh, and in some upcoming episodes, I'm actually going to be having, um, some people come on that are doing exactly this to build it, to sell. And that's actually something that I'm working on inside of brand creators Academy. We're building out two brands right now with the potential of, of possibly selling down the road or turning it into a recurring revenue model. All right, and we're documenting everything inside of there, and all of our academy members are going through that with us. All right, but what I also want to highlight here is I'm paying attention to what they invested in. They invested in Tree Hugger and Mother Nature Network. Both are about trees and other greenery. So I'm thinking to myself, well, I guess that the uh, you know that the nature market and the greenery and trees and nursery market is probably something that is uh, viable, right? So I'm just paying attention. I'm not saying I'm going to launch something in that space, but it does make me say, "Wow, okay, let me keep that logged in." And then if something uh, you know appears, at least I understand that it's been proven that they've spent a lot of money to acquire these businesses. All right. So let's go ahead and keep reading. The two sites fit DotDash's portfolio because they feature content about a popular topic, uh, a well-established audience, sustainability, okay? Sustainability, established, a well-established audience, okay? They feature service content, stories that tell people how to calculate the environmental footprint of their meat consumption, for example, that's not focused on breaking news. Okay, so it's not just breaking news that's here today and gone tomorrow. They've changed that. They're looking at what we call evergreen content. And in this case, evergreen meaning trees. They're also talking about evergreen meaning if you plant that content piece today, that seed, it can get you traffic a year from now, 10 years from now. 
Okay. And I've seen it done guys. I've seen it done in my own, in my own businesses, but also other people that I, that I know. Okay. Uh, it, it works really, really well. And you also want to go into this thing about, about content that you can create that can be evergreen. You don't want to do something that's just news today and gone tomorrow and it's stale. It's outdated, right? And that's what they're doing. So we got to learn from this. Okay. Learn from this example that I'm sharing with you. All right. So let me keep reading. Dot Dash shows that ad-based media still works, especially when it's not reliant on breaking news and when it caters to loyal niche audiences. Let me repeat that. Dot Dash shows that ad-based media still works, especially when it's not reliant on breaking news and when it caters to loyal niche audiences. Dot Dash which is a profitable and or which is profitable and did 160 million in revenue last year has built its entire strategy around launching or acquiring niche content sites instead of flashy news sites. All right, you might want to just hit that little skip button back and listen to that again. 160 million dollars in revenue last year, okay, mainly from ads that are based on their platform, okay, because that's what they are, right? They're serving ads to certain markets, and that's where they're making their money, all right? So their strategy now is focused around launching their own or acquiring up-and-running niche content sites, okay, instead of a flashy news site, okay? Let me now give you some additional ones. So those are two. I'm actually going to give you, uh, let's see here, I'm going to give you six more, so I'm going to give you eight, all right, total, all right? And this is pretty awesome, all right? So some of the portfolio sites and their respective niches the dot dash has self-launched investopia or no i'm sorry investopedia okay investopedia i think that's how you say it it's about investing it gets 59 million monthly visitors okay 59 million monthly visitors okay the next one up is the spruce it's home design the Spruce Home Design, 26 million, okay? And that's 26 million people, okay? Trip Savvy, okay? T-R-I-P-S-A-V-V-Y, Vacation Travel, 20 million, 20 million. Now, let me call another time out here, okay? Because some people would be like, well, Scott, if these guys are, are already winning at this, how would I ever compete in the travel space? There's a lot of different ways. And there's a lot of proof that you can. Uh, there's a good friend of mine, Alex. She's been on the show from Travel Fashion Girl. She gets a million visitors a month to her blog every single month. So she's technically competing with Trip Savvy, right? So she's still getting the traffic. There's plenty of traffic out there, guys. There's plenty, okay? I shared an example. I believe it was in the last episode with, um, if it was, uh, let's see, thisoldhouse.com with Bob Vila and those guys, right? And they're getting, you know, a few million, uh, you know, visitors. And you'd be like, well, I can't go into woodworking. And then I found a site called uh, Cut the Wood, and they're getting about sixty to 70,000 a month. Well, I don't know about you, but 60,000 uh, 60 or 70,000 people a month, pretty darn good. I'll take that, right? And you can build on that. So don't let these numbers scare you. There's always room for you to niche down and really get up and running and find those long tails is where we start. Again, if you want to go through this process and map out 
number one, your market and validate it, but then start creating those content buckets. I do that inside of uh, the playbook. And, uh, and then we start mapping out what is the low hanging fruit and then go from there. So if you're interested, brandcreatorsbook.com, go there, grab it. All right, let's move on. The next one that is under their umbrella is birdie. Okay. Birdie B Y R D I E. And that's for the beauty market. Okay. So 12 million, 12 million visitors. Okay. Brides. Okay. Brides. And that one there for weddings, 7 million. And then, uh, let's see here. Liquor.com booze culture, 2.4 million. Okay. 2.4 million. Now, if I screwed up one of those names, I apologize. Um, the investopedia, uh, I think that's how you say it. I, I don't know why that's a little bit hard for me to say. Um, but 59 million and that's for investing home design, the spruce, 26 million trip savvy, 20 million birdie, uh, 12 million bride, 7 million liquor, uh, uh 2.4 crazy, right? Crazy. All right. Now let's model after proof. Let's do that, right? I mean, also, if you want to kind of see some search numbers of maybe a website and see what they're doing, that's kind of the, the process that we go through too in the uh, in the playbook. You can go to a tool called Uber Suggest. It's, it's from uh, Neil Patel. It's a free tool. And uh, you can punch in a website and see what type of traffic they're getting organically. Now, let me just say also this. When you see that number, it's only for Google search traffic. It's not accounting for the social media side of things. And I know this firsthand because our results right now on our brand that we've been building now for just about three years, and it's heavy on the content, and we're leveraging that in in a bunch of different ways right now, which is awesome. Uh, but we're at a million visitors for the year, okay, two, uh, two million page views, okay, but if I go into Uber Suggest and punch that in, it only says that we get, I think it's between 8,000 and 10,000 monthly organic searches. That means that's how many people are searching for keywords and find us, but it doesn't account for all the other stuff. So I know that that's not correct. I know that we're getting anywhere from 150 to 200,000, depending on the month, for visitors per month, okay? So again, when you look at that, don't just think that, oh, because it only has 5,000 monthly uh, organic searches that it doesn't get a lot of traffic. That's that's not right. If I seen that, then I would say, okay, it's probably twice that at least, if not four times that, okay? And there's other ways that we can kind of uh, see that, but I usually just look at that number and just say, okay, if it's above 5,000, it's probably getting a good amount of traffic, all right? And, and also, I look and see, like, how old it is, how long has it been running? Um, I use a tool called um, the Wayback Machine. Um, it's free. You just type in uh, thewaybackmachine.com. You put in the web address. It'll show you when it started. It'll give you screenshots of what it used to look like. It's really cool. And again, I go in detail. I give you screenshots of, of going through this process inside of the playbook, so uh, Again, another reason why you want to get it if you haven't gotten it yet. And it's like less than a cup of coffee. Uh, so yeah, you should probably grab it. Brandcreatorsbook.com. All right. So moving on. Again, we want to model after proof. So do this, right? Go through this process, right? Take some of these websites that I just shared with you. Go look at their site. See how they're publishing content. You would have probably just searched for something in home design, landed on their site, didn't think anything of it. There's a few ads being displayed. They're making money, and you're just getting the information that you were searching for, right? And this, to me, 
is the way that you can get more traffic to either your products or leverage other people's products that they're selling and you be an affiliate for them, or you run ad networks like Mediavine or AdThrive, all of these different ways that you can then leverage. You can create digital products if your market lends itself to that. I used an example in a Facebook Live I did recently with a golf club. If you're selling a golf club, you don't want all your content to be just about how to select a uh, uh, you know a driver, right? You want to see how to correct your your slice, your hook. You want to see how to hit further. You want to see uh, you know how to grip the club, uh, whatever, right? You want all these different ways that you're going to be searching to improve your game, and then the club is a byproduct. Okay, that's what helps you get the result, but you got to learn how to use it, right? So that's what people are doing here with these types of content, right? The spruce, home design. If you're looking at uh, remodeling your kitchen, you might go there to get kitchen designs, right? If you're going on vacation, you might go to Trip Savvy, or you might go to my good friend, TravelFashionGirl.com. And then you're going to be able to get a packing list of what you need when you go to Germany, what you need when you go to Puerto Rico, you know, or when you're going on a summer vacation, right? Like all of these things, but she's niched it down to where she's not just helping everyone. She's helping mainly women. Okay. And that's what we want to do when we're niching down inside of there um, or inside of that market. All right. So like I said, you might want to do a little bit of digging in your market and see if there's already content sites being created. And I, I would probably, I would bet that you'll find some. And if you go through that process that I outlined for you inside of, uh, well, whether it's a past episode or if it's inside the playbook, you're going to start to uncover these websites that are already up and running. They might be a year old, they might be 10 years old, and you can learn from that data. You can learn from what they're doing. And you'll probably also be shocked that it doesn't have have to be a big fancy site to get traffic. It really doesn't. All right. There's two brands that we're building right now, mainly in the content realm right now. We're just using content. We've got one that we built an email list in of about, uh, well, 9,332 when we, when we, uh, created the email list or when we built it. And now after we've done our cleanup, we're just under 9,000 emails right now. And, um, and so we're doing this, but our, our whole goal here is to build out a content site that gets traffic, okay, and steadily gets more and more traffic, and then we're able to leverage that traffic and then direct it to wherever we want. We can build our email list. We can do all kinds of cool stuff because it's our property. It's our real estate, all right? So... I want to give a little shout out to Dan Fay for uh, for recommending me checking this out, and this was really interesting, and uh, I really just love hearing this because this is what I've been saying, this is what I've been doing, and uh, you know you can you can turn this thing into a, a massive website over time, and who knows, possibly get acquired. So definitely consider this. If you have not started to build out your website, your home base, if you have not started to go down the content creation, uh, you know, path, you really should consider it. And again, if you want help going through this, I would recommend that you grab the playbook and you can find that by heading over to brandcreatorsbook.com. If you want the show notes to this episode, and I will drop a link into this article that was written and you can go check it out. You can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 791. Once again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash 791. All right, guys. So that is it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. 
but you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I've got one quick favor for you, and I would love to hear from you. And I've also got something that I would love to give one of my listeners, and I'm going to tell you how you can get it. So here is the deal. I want to hear from you. So what I would love for you to do is head over to iTunes and leave a review over there. Let me know how this podcast has helped you in one way, shape, or form. I read every single one of them, and they really do energize me and give me the fuel to get back on here and want to just keep creating and keep helping. So I really would love you to do that. Now, anyone that leaves a review from today moving forward, what I'm going to do for anyone that leaves a review and you take a screenshot of that and you send it to me at scott at theamazingseller.com, you send me that, what I'm going to do is I'm going to enter everyone once a month into a little contest. And in that contest, I'm going to pull one winner and I'm going to send them a gift, a special personalized gift just for you. So all you have to do, head over to iTunes, leave me a review, and then take a screenshot of that. Send it to me, email it to me at scott at theamazingseller.com. And that way there, you can be entered to win. Oh, and one last thing, if you haven't subscribed yet to the channel, what the heck are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe. That way you never miss one of the upcoming episodes. All right, guys. So thanks once again. I'll see you in the next show.